So I finally got that tattoo done that I wanted um, a while back. The thing is, it wasn't from my old tattoo artist who did the rose on my chest. Um, God bless his soul. Who knows what he's doing right now? I wish him the best, but unfortunately, he I did have this scheduled with him, but it does seem like he's doing his own thing. However, I'm not sponsored by the people I'm about to talk about. I'm just a fan. Body Art Gallery. If you're in the Tulare area in California, give them a give them a chance. They're pretty damn good. Cool people, awesome staff. Reasonable pricing. Honestly, the whole thing was great. I would go back there and do it again. Um this is the I'm so proud of this tattoo, man. <laughs> it looks so cool. I love it. They did an amazing job. Um anyway, welcome back to the Meatweed Podcast. Um we are talking today about God knows what because it is a new year and I'm still in that foggy haze in between New Year and Christmas and all that shit that happened, right? I mean, it's a fog right now, dude. Like, it's not, it's not even that bad. I'm not, like, tripping balls or anything. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Sorry, it's 2 in the morning. I'm. <laughs> it's usually when I record and have the best ideas, you know what I mean? But it's been a while since I recorded this early. It feels amazing. I guess I should talk about more wine updates, okay? We got a new update on the wines. More on that later. But I want to talk about music. At least I wanted to. And so I started seeing all these people in the comments of every other music-related podcast, and I want nothing to do with that drama. So I decided to look into the fandoms of certain certain things, okay? Because I'm familiar with fandoms of all kinds, because some of them are the reason that I'm not a fan of things anymore, all right? <laughs> anyway. You guys know what's coming, okay? You guys knew that this day would finally come. I denied it to myself, and yet here it is. We have a new contender. We have two new contenders, in fact, for the the top three wines in my collection and my top three in the Wall of Fame. Mayomi is completely out of the water. I'm throwing the bottle in the trash because I have two new contestants that blew it out of the fucking water. And not only that, this is a shocking revelation to everyone, especially me. Because for the longest time, I thought Oliver Sweet Red was the best, was the the apex of winemaking. This was the connoisseur. This was the greatest. I was wrong. However, it takes a man to admit when he is wrong. And a man also listens to his woman. So I listen to mine. Rascado. Rosa Dulce. Sweet red. Rosa Dulce, my bad. Has now taken first place. You heard me right. Oliver Sweet Red is no longer the top because keep in mind, my girlfriend does not drink wine as much as I do. But when, we, when she and I unanimously agree that a wine is good, that's how you know it's it's something spectacular. So, Roscado wins by a narrow margin. It's really, really, really similar for me to Oliver Sweet Red, but me and my girlfriend agreed it's a bit sweeter and it gets points for one thing. You see, Oliver, for me, it's, 
It's debonair. The reason I like it so much, it's its arcane nature. It's hard to get. Because it's hard to get, that's why I liked it. However, Roscado, Roscado, Rosa Dulce, Sweet Red, this one is much easier to get. You'll recognize it by the star and the black bottle. I've seen it everywhere. Its ease of access is the reason that it now takes the number one spot. Don't get me wrong, flavor-wise, Oliver and Roscado are very close. In fact, Roscado just barely wins. However, Roscado Sweet Red is now number one. It is now number one in my in my list. And I am genuinely shocked because we had a new contender, right? We had Whitehaven. Whitehaven Sauvignon Blanc from 2019 New Zealand. It's gone. Throwing it out, throwing it away, throwing it off the table. You want to know why? Because Oliver is now second place. However, Choya Original Sparkling Japanese Ume Fruit Wine. That's a long title, I know. It's hard to get, but it is delicious. And it's not a high ABV. We found this at the world market, which already tells me it's kind of hard to get. Having said that, fuck me, that is good. <laughs> I mean, wow. It's good, don't get me wrong. But I much prefer when a wine isn't sparkling. I know that's a bit counterintuitive because Roscado does sparkle, but it's a natural fermentation sparkle. You know, it's not added or anything. And it's pretty good. Japanese ume fruit wine. That's what this is. This is now third place. Third place. However, that doesn't discredit it. These three wines, Oliver, Roscado, and Choya, those are my top three now. That means everything else going in the trash, which is hard for me to do because just it's a high shelf, man. Come on. <laughs> However, it has been easier to test these wines because we found these smaller bottles. We go to BevMo, we go to World Market, anywhere that has these small wine bottles so that we can just sample them. So it's not a big loss for me to throw away the bottles because it's literally one glass. And you know, we don't have a palate cleanser. Okay, we don't have a palate cleanser. We wait a few. We wait quite a bit so that it naturally leaves our tongue. We really go into detail when it comes to me testing these wines. And I'm not testing it from. What's the word? I need to think of the word. Hang on. I forgot the word sommelier. <laughs> okay. We don't come to these wines from a sommelier perspective. You know, we're not professionals. We're just ordinary average guys and women. Uh, men and women, you know, whatever. Um, we're average Joes, and we try a wine, and if we like it, and it's good, and it's affordable, ease of access, all of this matters for me, okay? Roscado wins number one place. Congrats, Roscado. Oliver Sweet Red, second place in terms solely of flavor. However, it's hard to get. Very hard. And Choya, you get third place because you're hard to get, you taste okay, but you're not as good as Roscado or Oliver. But you're still pretty damn good. Third place is still pretty good because I'm a strict motherfucker when it comes to my wine. Ask anybody. They had this wine, right? 13 crimes, 19 crimes, something like that. I spit that out. People were swearing by it. They're like, oh yeah, it's a good wine. No, it is not. Do not come to me with 19 crimes and don't expect me to spit it out. Yuck. Yeah, I'm a bit of a bitch, I know. <laughs> Sorry. 
It is now 24 hours later and I completely forgot the topic of this podcast, but lucky for me, when I write notes about what I'm talking about, I have very, 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 very vague description. And today, I just wrote fandoms. That was enough for me to already remember what I was talking about. Fandoms. Let me put it this way. Because I always say that. It's it's like part of my vocabulary, okay? Listen. Fandoms. If you're part of one, good for you. My question is why? Because for the longest time, when I was younger anyway, I had a lot of fandoms that I was... um. Okay, I was, a, I was a fan of things, okay? That's it. And then I learned that there's some weird cult following behind every media that, that people like. You know, there's some people that, when they're artists, they draw a lot, a lot about whatever they like. Some of them, when I was younger, there was a lot of gender swapping where it would be like, what if this person was the opposite gender kind of thing? And it wasn't my thing. But I was kind of like thrust into it. This was a time where I didn't want to, like, I wanted to fit in, right? But I seemed to have fit in with a crowd that I was not um, expecting, you know, in this regard. Because I was part of the Super Hulak whatever fandom. You guys know the kind of people, okay? It is because of these people, looking back, that I now avoid enjoying anything. Okay, if I enjoy something, you will not know about it. If I enjoy a form of media, if I enjoy a Netflix show, if I enjoy Hulu, I will say I like it, and that is the end of it. It has scarred me mentally how fucked up these fandoms are because I remember... (laughs) I remember so many of them. I remember the fan bases for a variety of shows or, like, online comics, like... I think Homestuck was a a good example. Wow, that was a weird sound that came from my throat. Anyway, the thing about fandoms, right? Around my era, around my age, when I was first actually involved with them, is there's a a lot of teenagers. You know what teenagers come with? Teen angst. You have angsty teenagers who are a fan of something. If someone walks by and they're like, oh, I'm not a fan, they will go ballistic. And I witnessed it, okay? If something is slightly wrong, everyone goes fucking haywire. And it's frustrating to me that that, that ever happened, that I had to deal with that shit. Um, so much so that I look back, and again, I think I mentioned it prior, but it's the reason I don't tell people that I'm a fan of anything. If someone tells me, do you like this show? I panic. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I went through the whole Steven Universe thing when the fans of the show, right? When the fans bullied a uh, an artist of the show, not for anything they said, but because they drew a character slightly too skinny. That's it. They drew it. They drew it with a little less weight, and they went fucking nuts. And it, 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 let me let me put into perspective how bad it got. This this artist was bordering suicidal thoughts. So, naturally, this is, this is my, you know, this is how I see fandoms, okay? I see them as insane. Nowadays, they're a lot calmer. That's what I've noticed. But I'm not going to take my chances. 
So if we have a show that we like, and that's something that, you know, in common we have, you're not going to know, because I ain't telling you shit. That new show on um, Netflix, everyone's talking about it, uh, Wednesday. I haven't even bothered checking it out, because just based on the context, just based on what I'm seeing, I already know the type of fans that I'm going to be interacting with when I when I inevitably go on Twitter or Reddit or whatever website, right? I just don't want to talk to any of those types of people. Again, there's a certain type of person that I like to associate with, and fandoms, people who are super into fandoms, I'm just not, it's just not my thing. Mainly because I've been there, I've done that. And I've been ridiculed, I've been spat on, I've been called racial slurs. You really think I would put myself through that again? Well, I would, uh, depending on what show it is. This is the thing that's always kind of strayed me away from from discussing things, right? When it comes to me being a fan of shows, there have been some that I do enjoy, regardless of the fandom. However, the fandom for me is a very big decider if I'm going to publicly say if I like something or not. You know? Is it going to be a niche, or is it going to be something I'm out loud and proud about? One of them... I'll admit, was Rick and Morty, okay? This is just an example. I like the show. I don't like the fandom. At least not the ones that go looking for Szechuan sauce, going rub-a-lub-a-dub-dub, whatever the fuck, and interrupting McDonald's workers. Like, what the fuck do you get out of that? What did you get out of that? Now that I <laughs> now that I remember, I think they actually did bring back the sauce just to calm down the raging, um, the raging fandom. Again, the raging fandom, okay? This wasn't a, hey guys, we like to have fun too. Hey, we're a fan of the show. We could bring it back for you. I, I, no, 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 absolutely not. It wasn't done out of good intentions. It was done to quell the rage of the fandom, you know? Because it wasn't even there for long. They they screamed and they phoned at the mouth. Their wubba lubba dub dubs, their panics on the ground, their pickle ricks, whatever. And what did we get out of it? We got a sauce that's so mediocre, no one even remembers it. You want to know why? Because a lot of you probably forgot. Now that I'm mentioning it, it's like, oh yeah, that happened. Mm-hmm, it did. And the thing about fandoms, right? You could be a part of one and be like a reasonable person, right? I'm talking about the fandoms that have... One is angsty teenagers. You know, that's definitely a thing. Two, people who get offended easily those who are like that they actively seek a reason to be upset because they're you know upset with themselves in a way i don't know i saw it a lot when i was in the fandom a lot of people were like my dad hates me so now i hate the world kind of thing i don't know why you, you really go online to upset yourself even more you know that's a form of self-harm right please seek help if you are that person and um maybe you know drink some water Hydrate yourself. Wipe yourself off. What's with these audio spikes? You know, I got a new pop filter. I don't think it's working. Let me take it off real quick. Um, okay. Um, good enough. Alrighty. I dropped the thing. Oh no. I got a gift recently from my girlfriend. Uh, it's a pop... Well, it's, um, it's from my girlfriend's sister. It's a pop vinyl figure, but it looks just like her. Um... Like my girlfriend. I, I love it, honestly. I have, a, I have it right here next to me as I'm recording. Right next to, um... A whole... Ooh, a message. Right next, to, right next to a whole bunch of stuff, actually. 
Oh man. This fandom stuff's got me looking back in the past. <laughs> I ain't as young as I used to be. I could definitely feel the age starting to kick in. Sometimes I need Tylenol just to get up in the morning. Stretch, yawn, real bad morning breath. Gotta drink my water, gotta drink my caffeine just to feel a little bit of something. You know what I mean? I need some energy. I don't know where I'm gonna get it from, but hey, it is what it is. Anyway, back to fandoms. There are... There's also some very niche fandoms that I remember about. Homestuck was definitely one of them where everyone's drawing the characters like... Okay, oh, wait, 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 wait. That's a thing right there. If you're part of the fandom, you've definitely seen the fan art. And if you know the fan art phrase, you're probably thinking of a little red flag in the back of your mind. And yes, I'm going to talk about... Oh my god. And yes, I'm going to talk about DeviantArt. Because there, it had a reputation some years back for being just MS paint drawings, very crudely done, and uh, a lot of it still is that way, don't get me wrong. Some artists have, you know, improved with time. Good for them. I'm talking about the ones that draw Sonic with a fucking massive foot, overly hyped, detailed, very stink lines above it. What the fuck is that? What is that? What, what is this I just found? What is this Sonic fan art on DeviantArt that I just found? Why is he so fat? Why is he so like real? Oh my god, he swallowed tails. I'm getting off this page. Um, I'm, I'm getting off this page. I'm gonna read the Bible. And I, I need a shower. A really ice shower. Ew. Yeah. So we're talking about that. We're, we're gonna talk about... Ugh. I need a moment, actually. Okay. For those who are out of the loop, there's a type of a fan who is, um, let's just say they either find it funny or they really are that deranged. They'll draw your favorite characters. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> either... <laughs> I'm getting a lot of messages. This phone's trying to distract me from recording. Like, oh, that's my girlfriend. Hi, girl. <laughs> but yeah. Distractions aside, I'm, um... What am I saying distractions? I actually love getting text from while I'm recording. It's just normally I don't have the notifications on. I forgot to turn it off. What was I talking about again? Oh, right. The thing I didn't want to talk about. Yeah, I didn't leave my phone on <laughs> on purpose to not talk about this. It's one of those topics that I'm disgusted by, so I don't want to talk about it. But I got to talk about it, because I mentioned it. There's some of your... There's some people online who will make very unusual sexual drawings of your favorite characters either in homosexual or completely unique bondage whatever fetish they have right they will fetishize the character in their own image this is why it's a sin to make your own graven images <laughs> this is why it's a sin in the bible but you bet your ass that there's some fan art of jesus christ um i'm not gonna lie I've seen some pretty good ones. Like, I've seen some, like, art that's, like, it's well done, but it's the fact that it's certain things happening in the art that I didn't like it, you know? It's not me going, ew, that's disgusting. It's more like, that's very well done lines. It's very well detailed. Why is he sucking his own dick? Can you explain that to me, please? What is this artistic interpretation of Sonic and Knuckles giving each other fellatio? Why is Sonic's feet so detailed? Why am I mentioning Sonic so much? Why am I mentioning Sonic? Wait. <laughs> okay. There's a certain word that has to do with the United States economy 
that um, defines what it means when the US dollar goes down in value or up in value. I don't have a DeviantArt account, okay? But I looked up inflation and it made me log in. It was like, uh, 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 we ain't showing you that shit unless you sign up. However, I look up any other character and it shows the best of the best. DeviantArt knows what it's known for at this point. <laughs> I just didn't think it would do that. You know, that's, that's, that's new. However, there was a weird one, right? A while back, um, a, sh a little show called Johnny Test. It was on Cartoon Network. A lot of people saw it growing up. Why does everyone fetishize the sisters? You know they're teenagers, right? God. Ah, gross. <laughs> um, there's also that character who was... He was famous some time ago. I don't know what he did. I don't remember. All I know is he's not making art anymore. I think he's arrested. His name is Shadbase. And... Boy, does he have a very unique art style. And, um... What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> the, the internet's gonna do what it does, okay? It's very hard to talk about this topic without me basically going... Vor, incest, you know, all this nasty shit you guys know about. Rule 34 is definitely a thing. If it exists, there is a porn of it. And unfortunately, there's a fan base dedicated to it vehemently drawing it in high detail i i was a i'm a fan of god of war okay and Shadbase, in all of his glory decided to make a little art piece that it didn't directly show it but it indicated that kratos was performing an act of incest with his son what the fuck i this is real okay these are actual fans of the series of any series really Shadbase was just one of the most well-known. However, I I'm trying not to vomit right now. <laughs> I I'm trying really hard, okay? W when I tell you that these fandoms exist, this is the kind of people that rub shoulders with regular fans, okay? So if you're in a fan base, you've got you've, you've got a certain category of people, okay? You've got the, uh, the casuals, which is someone like me. I don't go any further than the surface, okay? I like a show, that's it. You got the deep divers, people who look into the lore. The actual deep story behind it. You got even deeper divers who look into the, the artists, how long they've been doing it for, their history, other shows they've made. Good for them. These are, aren't surface level. They're not too bad, right? And then you got the people who are deviants. You've got those whose mind is so focused on sex that they cannot think of anything else and everything they have is either sexual or political and I don't know why it's either one. I've seen characters with no political ties whatsoever. Either wearing swastikas, voting Democrat, voting Republican. Why was that such a big deal? Why can you not just enjoy something without tying this shit to it? Why can you not just make regular fan art, you know? Why can you not just be a fan? This isn't just applied to art, okay? <clears throat> I'm not just applying this to people who draw. There's also fan fiction. If you hear my voice acting a certain way, if you hear me like trying not to gag, it's because I've seen some shit on my time on the internet and recalling everything, recalling 20 years of fan art is not good for the psyche. 
<laughs> it's not okay 15 years but still like the worst one i've seen has got to be um <laughs> i don't know it's not it's not that they're bad it's that they're poorly written and they're rushed they're usually done by like a young teen who's just in a in a in a frenzy you know i was around these people and uh, some of them are in jail now <laughs> but i remember sherlock holmes the fan art the the doctor who sherlock holmes whatever th those kinds of things you know what i mean and they wrote a lot a lot a lot of fan fiction fan art is surface level almost compared to fan fiction because you've got entire like sagas that continue to this day <laughs> and it's just that it's just people putting a massive twist it's called fiction because it ain't part of the canon you know what i mean but this is a stretch this is a stretch to say the least this is a cat stretching on the windowsill stretch this is a big stretch <laughs> what the fuck some of the shit I've read, okay? I'm trying not to go too deep, but I'm also trying to give you guys snippets. For example, um, Internet Historian did a really good one where he, he, he read some fan fiction and he had to cut a lot out. It's Sonic High School. At some point, there's a whole very, very, very vivid sex scene with Sonic and his, uh, and not Tails, one of the other characters. I forget. I don't know their characters. Usually it's a Sonic fandom, and I don't know why. Although, no, seriously, I don't know why. It's always the Sonic fans. and I mean, they're the most well-known, but they're not the only ones, you feel me? With every show, with every popular media, there's going to be some weird fandoms, some weird fan fiction, some weird fan art, and it always turns me off from watching the show or playing the game or doing whatever. What got to me, right, when I was first, um introduced to the world of fandoms is that I thought these people were pretty normal. However, little by little, the more you interact with them and the more you talk amongst yourselves, the weirder it gets. The more you start seeing people who are like, damn, what if we drew him getting cucked? What if we what if we drew him in a bondage BDSM uniform? What if we drew him in a cat suit? And then for a lot of people, it's like, aha, yeah, that's funny. Congrats. That's funny. It's a good joke. And for those other handfuls, they just, they just whoop out their dicks and they just, they just go for it, you know? Give it the old sausage tug salute, I guess. And I don't know how to feel about the fact that I interacted with so many of these people. And I don't know if I'm getting sick or what lately, but still, I feel weird. I need energy. Um, These people, again, that's just how it's been. My interactions with certain fandoms is that, that that level of weird. However, I'm finally slowly moving away from these types of people. Um, however, you can't escape it. If you're going to be a fan of something, a big fan of something, you're going to interact with people who fetishize a character, draw them in weird ways, draw them in weird positions, make fan art, make fan, fan fiction about them, and just have this... This mentality of a character. They have these fetishes. They have these ideas. And the thing is, they can fantasize about whatever they want. Okay? And you can't stop them. You can only 
You can only try to move the conversation away when they start talking all weird, okay? I'm older now, so thankfully it's not a big deal. But if you're a younger buck, careful. Um, because there's some people that... I mean... If they're, if they're not showing you their search history, that's probably a big red flag, you feel me? But at the same time, why are you going in there? Let them have their privacy. And the thing is, all these people I'm talking about, all these weird fanfiction-making guys... All these fan art, you know, deviants. They could be completely anonymous online. And you could be right next to them on the bus. You could be right next to them at work. You will not know. The duality of man. It's an unusual one. There's the face that a man shows the world. And there's a face that the man shows his closest friends. And his family. And there's the face that a man only shows himself. Anyway... I hope to stop seeing the, I don't know, a lot of weird faces. I don't know what this show's about. I'm tired. <laughs> I need energy. Anyway. Oh yeah, one of my favorite energy drinks recently, Um, they stopped. They stopped making energy drinks. I guess a certain CEO has gone a little nuts. I'm on my last supplies before they're finally gone forever. And it's not easy to just stop having energy drinks every day because I've had them for years and now I actually feel a bit sluggish. Anyway, that's going to do it for the episode of the Meatweed Podcast. I'm tired. I'm going to go take my vitamin B12 and hopefully get back to speed. You know what I need? I need some espresso. That'd be great. It's very cold out here and the other day, a, a random super strong surge of wind just hit my house. So I've been dealing with that. And uh, we now have a generator. Let's hope this episode uploads. Yeah, it's, it's it hasn't been hell on earth, so to speak. Don't get me wrong. I face far worse. I'll deal with this. Don't you worry about me. But if you are worried, I got a Patreon. So, uh, <laughs> all right. See you guys next week. And um, there is a surprise coming, but I'm not going to say it until it's set in stone. Okay? See you guys next week. Love you all. Um. Oh, wait, 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 wait. One last thing. One last thing. I think I announced it last week, but all t-shirts and sweaters have been removed from the store. I'm sorry. It's just recently me and my girlfriend washed some of the merch and everything just fell apart. And at that point, we realized that only the mugs and like hard, like things with the things that you don't wear, not clothing, basically. I'm not going to be selling clothing anymore. So if you've got one, you've got one. Congratulations, you are now a holder of a limited edition piece of uh, merch. And if you did not buy one, it is too late. You will not be getting one. Not not soon, anyway. Alright, see you guys next week. This time for real, because I'm getting tired. <laughs>